Welcome to Sunshine Studios, the home of the Steve Piasecki podcast. Dead Stripper is the first book in the Steve Piasecki series. But a word of caution before you continue. Dead Stripper contains explicit content, such as strong language and the depiction of graphic sex and violence, including murder. Therefore, this podcast might not be suitable for all audiences. Forewarned is forearmed. And now, into Chapter 6 of Dead Stripper, where we pick up the story the next morning at Steve's apartment. And my friend drops in, and he soon realizes that Steve's the reincarnation of Sigmund Freud. Scene 25. The next morning, Jefferson Court Apartments. A mug of coffee sitting on my desk right in front of me, and another episode of Better Call Saul is playing on the big screen. Suddenly, I hear someone knocking on my door. I get up, walk a few steps, and open the door. Ah, my friend. I saw your car outside, so I figured you were home. Brilliant deduction, Watson. I'm on my way back to my desk. He closes the door and follows me inside. Want something to drink? Sure. You know where it is. I go back to my desk and sit down. I open my laptop and go online. I hear him enter the kitchen, open the refrigerator door, and start rooting around inside. Then I hear him close the refrigerator door. He enters the living room carrying a bottle of water and takes a seat on the couch. What are you watching? Better call Saul. He twists off the top of the water bottle and takes a sip. What are you doing? Trying to break this fucking code. What code? Getting my first story published. I punch a number into my cell phone. Hang on. A recording answers. It takes five more punches and son of a bitch cocksucking motherfucker before a female's voice finally answers. Elry Queen, she says, how can I help you? I'd like to speak to your editor-in-chief. Is he expecting your call? Does it make a difference? Mr. Angelus doesn't accept random phone calls. Perhaps I can help you. What is the purpose of your call? Well, let's give it a try. I keep submitting stories. I think they're pretty good, but I keep getting rejection slips. Are you published? That's what I'm trying to do now. But are you already published? No. Then that's the problem. Here at Elry Queen, we don't accept random submissions. We only deal with published writers. But that's not what it says on your website. I'm sorry for any confusion, but that is our policy. I end the call, set the phone on the desk, and close my laptop. Any luck, my friend asks? Struck out swinging. At least I found out why I keep getting rejections. You have to be a published writer. So now what? I have to find a publication that deals with unpublished writers. I stand up, pick up my coffee, move over to the couch. Then I take a seat next to my friend, stretch out my legs, and prop my feet up on the coffee table. Oh, he says, I almost forgot. How'd it go with your stripper last night? Different. I sip my coffee. How so? I actually talked to this one. No shit. You're not afraid she might misconstrue something you say? Good one. For you. Ha, ha, ha. She She talked my ass off from the time I picked her up until I dropped her off. About what? About blowing this guy and fucking that guy. Did blowing you or fucking you ever enter the conversation? Nah, but I helped her carry her things. Why? She had a lot to carry and a wrist was sprained. One of these days that's going to get you in trouble. What is? Helping people. Do you know how ridiculous that sounds? I hope I'm wrong, but it is possible. 
You're so wrong. But for your info, I also helped someone else last night. I purposely saved this for last. How? I got a request when I was leaving the stripper's place from a girl out on the main line. And, and she's pissed at her boyfriend. She's drinking wine all day and it's a long ride all the way out to Phoenixville. I listen to her problems and we do some bonding. Then she offers to buy me a drink. Right then and right there. No shit. Yep. So we go to a bar, have a couple drinks, and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Get the fuck out of here. Swear to God. You say she was pissed at her boyfriend? Yep. Sounds like a spike fuck to me. Some people might call it a spike fuck. But I went online today and did some research. You and your fucking research. I move back to my desk and sit down. Then I open my laptop and make a few clicks. Ah, here it is. And I quote, Transference is a psychiatric phenomenon that occurs when a patient suddenly redirects their feelings from a significant person in their life to the therapist. End quote. You're no therapist. I'm on me. That's exactly who I was last night. I listened to her problems. Really listened. And that's all psychiatrists do. Uh, they listen. Price. And here's the best part. Actually, and once again, I quote, but, uh, this transference is often manifested as an erotic attraction anyway, toward their therapist. End quote. Interesting. Just like that, the boyfriend's uh, out and I'm in. I feel honored. Hey, you. How so? Um, I finally got way, to meet Sigmund Freud. Ah, good one, mind friend. Where'd you do it? In the parking lot outside the bar, standing up, leaning against the car. And nobody saw you? After closing, nobody around. The moon was shining down, stars were twinkling up above, and I made her bark like a dog. You're not just a therapist, you're also a poet. Thanks. I'm smiling. You should have made a video and posted it on YouTube. You going to see her again? You're not going to believe this. And that's the end of chapter six. Join us next time for Chapter 7, where we step inside a meeting at CID headquarters inside the courthouse of media. We find out that the Sinaloa drug cartel is poking its nose into Delaware County.